59 years, Huria Marae in Tauranga has hosted the Pokai. It's a busy day on their Marae calendar. But although the Pokai is held for just one day, the hapu spend months of planning in the lead-up. In part two of this series about Pokai, I talk to hapu members of Ngaita Marawaho and sit down for a chat with Kuia Maura Natakorahipiri, who talks about her experience of the Pokai as a teenager. Ko te wahanga tēnei o te ahikā, e riri atu nei kia koutou katoa. Ko Justin Murray, ahau. With an event like this, the work begins the day before, in the kitchen. Um, I am a logistics manager. <laughs> Which means I get told what to do by the operations manager. <laughs> so we're just preparing the kai. Um, we've got to prepare kai for 500 people for tomorrow. So this is the 59th pokai held here at Hudia Marae in terms of catering and managing people really for a successful day. What kind of work does it take in the lead up to it? Um, there's a lot of planning that goes on. Although you know the marae's done it for the last 59 years, you still have to plan. Um, you know the kai, the whole. Set up outside. Um, you're, you're, you're having the king, you know. It's probably one of the biggest days the marae has every year. Over the past 20 years, the marae has changed to include recycling initiatives, owahi kore or smoke-free, but perhaps the biggest, a change on the menu. For head cook Charlie Rahiri, this means a period of adjustment. The hardest thing is changing, like the change for some of the older ones. You know, so when we first did it, I think it was 2000 and, yeah, 2007, and we took a few things off the menu, introduced a few things. The, I think the biggest thing is that we switched how everything was served, so the unhealthy food became the options and the healthy became the main. In the past it was the unhealthy, the main, and the healthy food was like a little salad bowl in the middle that was limp and dry. But, um, yeah, so changing the way we do it, and did it, and we changed the king's menu as well, so he has a separate menu to the so I'm just moving out here towards the um, men in the back. What's happening now? Uh, なるんがいてあふたんがおてふかふなんがたんがかもうよかいやてたひやはんがもももまひかいわんがいてたんがたえこてたひよんがももかいパパぬいおてふかふなんがたんがあなこてかいこてかいきゃかいこてひたたい
that preserves it and uh, looks after the meat. Not too much salt, though. Uh, otherwise, it'll get a, bit too, a little bit too bitter. We want to taste the eel. We want to taste the fat. So well, that's good fat, though. That's good fat. So where did these tuna come from? Oh, if I tell you that, I'll have to shoot you. It's a secret. It's a state secret where these tuna yeah, came from. It's a safe secret. So, um, Pete, obviously you're involved with um, this pokai here at Huria Marae, Naitamarawa, Hotauranga Moana. What's the organising been like um, leading up to the pokai? The organising, well, you know, they've done it for so many years. You know, they've got it down packed. Uh, but it's always a little bit hectic right at the beginning. But, you know, as, as things get uh, well in, when whānau turned up, it's not consistent with, you know, whānau. It's a bit of everyone yep. that turn up. They just, they just know what to do. They just see what needs to be done and they get in there and do it. If you, if you get a bit stuck, we have a, normally have a menu stuck up on the wall. That you go there and have a look. The other thing is you head to our, our top cook, this is young Charlie, and uh, he'll steer you in the right direction. He'll, he'll give you something to do. So you're still adding salt to the tuna. So these dry out overnight, and yep. then, so are you? Does the salt cook the tuna, or what oh, do you oh, do? No, the... no, no. It just preserves it. Preserves it. It's a bit of a bit of taste. And then in the morning, what happens to this tuna? Uh, well, that, that that belongs to Frank and uh, Ron. <laughs> they, <laughs> they take out the next phase. <laughs> so the next phase would be smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So oh, Frank's over there. He's just said yes. So they will be smoked. Yep, 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 yep. And, you know, the, the marae doesn't really have their own smoking. You know, most families just bring in their own. Like, uh, I'd, I'd give mine, but uh, I'd like to see it come home. Kia ora pii So we're at the back of the... So some kai will have the main kind of kitchen area, then the back of it is where, obviously, the, you know, the pork is rolled, prepared, the mussels are shucked... Um, and as you can hear, the dishes, some of the dishes have been washed at the back here. So pokai will start tomorrow morning at about uh, 6.30, as I understand the flag raising. Uh, breakfast tomorrow, and then the Okingi Tuhetia will uh, come at about 10, 11 o'clock? Yep. Yep, 10, 11 o'clock. just getting ready to um, raise the pokai flag, the king's flag, just to commemorate the start of the pokai day. Um, so our guys are over there fiddling away with the flag ropes, etc. But yeah, that, that's really the purpose, um, to ensure that our flags are up before the light hits us on the day. As Kaumatua Tamati Tata conducts the karakia, two flags are hoisted, one blue and the other white. It signifies the start of pokai. Hey, <laughs> 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 
By 7.15am the flag is raised and there's breakfast ready for those that have gathered. To the right of the marae is the Arnold Wilson statue dedicated to notable academic leader, anthropologist and Methodist minister Maharaya Winiata, who died in 1960. The statue sits on top of his grave. Maharaya was born in 1912 at Nahina Pa Ruatuki, and both his parents were from Huria Marae or the Hapu Naitamarawaho. He attended school in Tauranga and was a natural leader. He was an athlete, head boy at his college, and an accomplished orator. Maha, as he was known to many, was instrumental in bringing the pokai to Huria Marae, and it was partly due to his relationship with Princess Te Puya, as Tamati Tata explains. Oh, very simply, uh, Maharaya Winiata was a mokai to Princess Te Puya. And uh, because of that, uh, his association with her, he would teach her how to kōrero pākehā, how to tūtui pākehā, right? along with Kingi Koroki. Right? And uh, both of them would come under the tutelage of Maharaya Winiata who was, of course, a lecturer at Auckland University, as well as a minister of the Wesleyan Church. And, of course, a citizen from Huria Marae. And, and, and as, as for Mahara Winiata, um, his father, who is Winiata, his mother is Terua Kafina. Terua Kafina is a daughter of uh, Hikuwai, uh, who was married to Te Whakaturo. And Hikuwa is the daughter of Prawne Koikwe, who fought at the Battle of Gaipai. Yeah? Right, so, therefore, Mahara's mother, Terua uh, Kafena, uh, she will have two sons, uh, which is Terua Mahau and Nahari. But they will carry the name of Pihana instead of Winyata. Now, Terua Kafena will get Hapu and she will lose the baby. She will get Hapu again and lose the baby. And then she'll get Hapu again. But this time, her two nieces will come. Hineho and Teurupa. Right? Who is a daughter of Katarina and Kata Koruku. And they will come, and they will get the Rua Kafina, their auntie. And they will take her to Rua Toki, to Ngati Tapaki, Ngahina Marae. And there, they will look after this woman until the time of the birth of her baby, which will be Maharaya Winiata. And of course, the claim is Ngati Tapaki always claimed him, him as theirs, which is well and true because that's where he was born. And then, in due course, uh, Terua Kapuna will want to come back home to her people. So then she will come back here, or not to Huria Marae, but to Matahoro, because that's where their home was, uh, just across, up above the football field, and that's Matahoro, and they will go there. So Huria here has an Arnold, Arnold Wilson um, statue and that is where Maharaya Winiata is buried next to the marae here. So he was really instrumental bringing the pokai to Tauranga Moana? Well, under the direction of his co-martyr like Te Hare Pihana, right? uh, Te Tawa Williams, uh, and a lot of the queer from this marae um, when it came to renew the Tupuna Whare Te Kapunga. So Te Kapunga was the name of our whare before Tamatea Pōkai Whenua. Uh, te Kapunga was first built at Poike, at the marae where, where Tahuri Wakanui was. 
And then in due course, the kapunga will be taken to Hairini Marae. Then eventually, it will come back to, to our marae. So the kapunga is a son, right, of this tūpuna here, the same whānau, uh, or from Tūterenga. So they had a big meeting here, all the elders, and they decided they will choose, no, we'll stay on the same waka, but we will go up a few generations and go back to the parents or the grandfather, and so they chose Tamate, Pōkai Whenua, as the new tūpuna whare. And of course, that's strategic, because it will bring in a lot of other waka and canoes, and that's from then, that's when they decide, oh, well, the king got to come and open the whareri, which is Koroki, uh, when this yes. new whareri was opened. And then from then on, the pokai will start. The Kingitanga visiting group arrives at around 10am. The Ratana band Ngāreo leads the way onto the marae. Huria begins their hakapōhiri. This is followed by karakia, hymns and ifai kōrero. The banquet or hākari is at 12.30. Maureen Togo and Maura Nātuko Rahipere remember the pōkai since it started at Huria marae. Maura's role began as a waitress in the dining hall where families were allocated certain tables to dress. Maureen says she was one of the first to sit on the chair outside the dining hall and collect koha or donations. Both Kuia of Huria Marae share their story. So I'm, I'm glad actually I've lived this long to see all the pokers that have been held in Judea. When the first pokai was held here, the first pokai was held here, we were the first ones to sit at the door, Charlotte and I. How old you would have been, what, 20? Oh, it might be a bit more than that. Might be a bit more than that. And um, I've been there for 50 years. I've been sitting at that door. And when, when um, Hapu died, I gave it up. I gave it up and I gave it over to, uh, to uh, Katrina. Happy was your sister, of course. Yeah. When she died, I gave I gave my, her seat over to uh, to my niece, and Pete's taking my place. It's changed over the years. I haven't been to any uh, pokai travelling out. Not now. No more now. <laughs> Getting too old to travel out. So. Visa, but I've been to all the pokai that's been held over here. And um, for 50 years I've been sitting at the door. You know, that's how long I've been here. Over 50 years. And when Hapu uh, died, um, I gave her place over to, um, to Katrina. And that's when I stepped down. So I gave my place to Pete. So that's why you see those two kids over there. I said, you want to sit there, that's your position, for all the time, not for just now, for all the time. Even when I go, you want to sit there. Okay, what I'm doing is we sit at the, at the door and then we just collect the koha that comes in from the... Yeah. Do you remember this tradition when you were little? 
Aye, This was a big thing, you know, you throw in a, a, a what was it? A, a shilling or, yeah, oh, aye, it was a big, big, big thing. Aye, aye. Yeah. So you just sit here when people come in for kai, they can drink, drop kōhai. They said, kia ora, you know, and they just say, boom, that's the kōhai, you know. I'll give you a big kiss and a smile, you know, like something like that. But aye, These are better times. Way back to the time, 60s, 70s, was really hard times because food, you know, we didn't have money to buy food. We had to fundraise, you know, no matter what fundraise we had, we just went to buy the food and each one had a garden here and they bought what they could in the kai and, um, and that's how we got on is by sharing what we had with one another for the pokai. But we got on well with that. We got, we got, we got on well with just be doing that. And it's, uh, as soon as we know the pokai is coming here, where we go, fundraise. Fundraise, dances, gumball sales, every, anything to make money to help the, uh, the pokai. And that's how we got on. And we didn't have much of a, the, the thing, the meeting house wasn't like they, like what it is today. You know, our cooking uh, facilities were, you know, wasn't up to date. But we managed. We, we managed a lot of things. And uh, through all that, uh, we learned, though, through the hardships, uh, how to, um, to manage with the small things. But... But smaller things meant a lot to us, you know. And I think if it weren't for this pokai, we wouldn't have known anything about the kingtanga. And we never had anything like this grass. Like, oh, like grass. Yeah, it's just all dirt out there. Yeah, we had dirt, and uh, when it rained, we a puddle of waters oh, here yeah. and there. Because all our mokospunas used to play in that puddle of water. Yeah. No marquees that and you see now, and marquees, and we had a two-story thing up here. Yes, we the fire used to be two levels as opposed to one. Yeah, yeah. yeah so where was the fire? The kitchen it was still where it is today at the back, like on the yeah, right on the se- and the dining area to be up the stairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how it was in those days. It was hard. It was really hard, especially when you come to the King Tanga, which is a big thing. Yeah, you know, and it's all right for Tangianga. It's all right for that. But when you have an ope like this, then you have to sort of think twice where you're going to put them. <laughs> so now when you see pokai, it seems just a bit easier, smoothly yeah. run. Yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously, sh- you know, commodities like the nearby supermarkets. Yeah, that supermarkets. Produce, uh, yeah. And uh, they've got uh, um, money there. For, and you know, then they have a koha or the... And um, today things are much easier. I'm a little bit more expensive than what they were in the olden days. But today things are a little bit more expensive. But through the help of one another, you know, coming together one another, we can manage to get all those things. Yeah, so... Um, Did you ever hear Maharaya Waniata to speak? Yes. Yes, I heard him speak. He's a good speaker. Must be Maha that got the pokai down here. It was him that brought the pokai down here to Huria. 
because it was Tainui that sent him to university in England. Maura Natuko Rahipiri. We weren't allowed to go to the marae when we were little, simply because I think it was easier for the Pakegas and that to have to do their own thing at the marae. So my role was in the beginning was to stay home and look after our, my little brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, but when I was old enough, and that would have been about in my early teens, we had to go to the marae and do mahi down there and. The poko was one of them, apart from the, what was the other thing, the opening of the furry. Things that I remember is that all us teenagers had to have white smocks when we were in the parikai, and they had to be white. Uh, the other thing was um, every whanau uh, had their own tapu-tapu laying out the tables and that. The utensils, uh, yeah, the dishes. Are, yeah, and that. And everybody had to have a, a basin to wash their tapu-tapu in so that it could be put back on the table, things like that. Now, our mothers had gardens, flower gardens. In fact, they used to have competitions about that. <laughs> and so there was a selective few of them, or what lot of them, there was... My mother, Tana, who was called Dai. It was a competition, not uh, not just for the women, but for the men too, as far as looking after the gardens and that. But when it came to anything on down home, everybody took flowers down, buckets of them, boxes of them. Why? To decorate the tables. You know, as old as I am, I've only just come to realise something through reading this book where other iwi in Tauranga Moana had not actually had the experience of going to Pokai, I think, until they were invited, sort of. All iwi were invited to come to the first one at, uh, at Huria. I might be wrong about that, but there was some, you know, all of Waikato, I think, came. So yeah. the book that um, that Māora is referring to is this one produced in 2008, yeah. Te Mahuri Tango Te and this was um, produced by um, Huria Trust yeah. back in 2008. Yeah. It celebrated 50, at the time, in 2008, it had celebrated 50 years of the poko being held there from 1958 to 2008. So, so that's the book that we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. So, so po, um, pokai, in terms of its kaupapa, mo te rawakore, mo te pauwaru, mo te whanau pane, what does true. that theme mean to you? For me, where I was brought up, and for a lot of the whanau, where, the, where, they, where we lived, there was no space. Uh, we were lucky to have running water. Uh, even up to the 60s, there's some places didn't have running water. That, and that was over at Matahorua. It wasn't until later. Um, the other place was up the Tereti. Now, I remember when I was about 14, I think, that was when we first got the power into our place. That was up at Tereti. Yeah, so, you know, and the running water, we had... Running water, I guess, when we were growing up, but it was just a pipe running from the road. (laughs) 
uh, from to, the to, to in, into our place, like outside. Yeah. You know? So then, how does that experience relate to Te Pauwaru Te Rawakore Mutefano te Pane Well, I think uh, well, I think we were poor, and uh, we weren't the only household that was poor. Mm. Just about everyone down Huria were experience that. So Pokai was in yeah. a sense the part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that would have been through Te Puea, Koroki and mm. and uh, Tairangi Kahu, you know, her, her, yeah. So we have a book in front of us as I mentioned before. And so, over here we have a picture of your dad. Ingwa. Uh, Ko JT ki wana hoa mahi ki na hoa hoa pakatoi. Otherwise known as ko Tuton or they called him Joe. Ko Tuton na ingoa. Maori, you you touched on about your dad travelling to Waikato with uh, Maharaya Winniata, yeah. um, who is an academic, a scholar, and he was quite instrumental in setting up the pokai here in Tauranga. Well, do you remember any memories of, of Maharaya himself? Yeah, I uh, yes, I do actually. Uh, um, he was he always seemed to be around when we. What I remember mainly, he was a man of. Of uh, great stature, we didn't talk much. He was always busy or talking to the ones his age group. Um, he went to school here. I know that he went to the Tauranga school for a start, Tauranga primary. But um, what I remember of him is the whole the, the homestead at Matahorua, which is Kingswood Road now. Things are changing. It's the young people that's doing the mahi now. They really should know what what we're supposed to know at that at their age. You know, by the time they get into that role, hey, they they really should be able to think to themselves now. This is hey, this is how we do how the queers used to do it. We should be doing the same thing. 